0: from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. I'm Allison Pitt, and today is Tuesday, September 24th, 2019. On today's show, Star Trek Online players hold a torchlight vigil for Aaron Eisenberg. A copyright infringement lawsuit against Star Trek Discovery has been dismissed. And Viacom CBS CEO Bob Backish wants to concentrate on investment rather than mergers and acquisitions. All this, plus the week's Trek trivia, coming up next. The Star Trek world was devastated, to learn of the passing of Aaron Eisenberg on Saturday evening. But a group of fans came together to mourn him and pay their respects, even as they were scattered around the world. PC Gamer reports that in honor of Eisenberg, who played the Ferengi Nog on Star Trek Deep Space Nine... A number of fans gathered in Star Trek Online for a torchlight vigil. Reminiscent of when players gathered on Vulcan to mourn Leonard Nimoy's death in 2015, the impromptu vigil was held in Quark's bar on Deep Space Nine. Players used the torch-hold emote to signify their respect. Pictures from the event were posted in the Facebook group What Happens on the Holodeck Stays on the Holodeck, and elsewhere on social media. In addition to his role on screen in Deep Space Nine, Eisenberg was a well-loved voice actor for Captain Nog in Star Trek Online. The in-game emote Ferengi dance was based off Eisenberg's improvised love dance in the Deep Space Nine episode You Are Cordially Invited, and Eisenberg was often known to promote the game by proclaiming, hashtag play a Ferengi at conventions. A GoFundMe campaign has been set up for Eisenberg's memorial. If you would like to contribute to the fund, head to dailystartreknews.com and click on the banner at the top of the page to be redirected. A copyright infringement lawsuit against Star Trek Discovery has been dismissed by a judge in New York. Earlier this year, Anas Abdin, the creator of an unreleased video game called Tardigrades, filed suit against CBS, alleging that they violated copyright law by copying the concept of the game and using it as the basis for the plot of the first season of Discovery. In the suit, Abdeen claimed that the oversized tardigrade and many of the cast were direct copies of the characters that he had developed for his game. On Friday, Lorna G. Schofield, district judge for the U.S. District Court in the Southern District of New York, granted CBS's motion to dismiss the case. Quoting the decision, "...defendant's motion to dismiss is granted because Star Trek Discovery and plaintiff's video game are not substantially similar as a matter of law in concept, characters, settings, and overall feel. In particular, the tardigrade in Star Trek Discovery is not substantially similar to plaintiff's tardigrade in concept, attributes, and overall feel." She goes on to explain further the plots of both works are similar solely to the extent that the characters go on adventures in space and some of the adventures involve alien tardigrades. Abdeen announced the judge's decision on his blog and took the opportunity to thank his supporters. He said, I don't have enough words to describe my gratitude to everyone who believed in me in my case. I cannot thank my lawyers enough for believing in me and fighting for me. I respect the ruling, and I expect everyone to do so. I'm not sure what happens to my project now or my independent game development career in general. More news and Trek Trivia Tuesday in just a moment, but first, a word from me. This show is made possible by contributions from listeners like you. From as little as $1 a month, you can help me keep this show running by offsetting some of my production costs and allowing me to concentrate on bringing you the best Star Trek content as it happens. To find out how you can be a part of the Daily Star Trek News family, just head on over to patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. That's patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. And a big thanks to you for supporting this show. The new CEO of Viacom CBS, Bob Backish, says that the new company isn't looking to go on a buying spree anytime soon. According to a piece from The Hollywood Reporter, Backish, who was speaking alongside CFO Christina Spade last week, feels that the CBS and Viacom merger is enough for now. He made his remarks in front of an audience at Goldman Sachs's Communicopia conference in New York. He said, we just did our transformational deal. There is no other deal in the market, or that we see, that we feel we have to do. Spade, who is the current CFO of CBS and will also be the CFO of the new combined company, backed up Bakish's remarks. She said, as we think about how we spend our cash, highest and best use is to invest it back in our business. Back in August, when CBS announced they were merging with Viacom, One of the strategic pillars of the new business was to be to accelerate the direct-to-consumer strategy. This includes things like investing in streaming services like CBS All Access, the home of Star Trek. Another part of the strategy will be to create a leading producer and licensor of premium content to third-party platforms globally, which is also something they are already doing with Star Trek by licensing it to Netflix, Amazon Prime Video, and other services around the world. The Hollywood Reporter does note that while Backish and Spade don't seem interested in outside acquisitions, they would look at opportunities like an international cornerstone or a strategic play that could bolster the company's library. And now, without further ado, it's Trek Trivia Tuesday. Did you know? Aaron Eisenberg's character Nog was the son of Quark's brother Rom on Star Trek Deep Space Nine. In the season five episode, Dr. Bashir, I presume, we learn that Nog's mother, Prinadora, left him and Rom for a richer man. Rom raised Nog as a single father. So now, a trivia question for you. In the Deep Space Nine episode, Heart of Stone, Nog works to gain Commander Sisko's recommendation for his entrance into Starfleet Academy. He eventually agrees. But in what year did Nog start attending the Academy? Find out on Friday's episode of Daily Star Trek News. Now don't forget that both Priority One and Mission Log will be broadcasting live this evening. Priority One is up first, broadcasting the live recording of the show that you'll hear when it comes out on Friday. Get a sneak peek behind the scenes and hang out in the chat room. That's at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. Head to priority for details. Then at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific, it's Mission Log Live. Ken Ray is joined by special guest Dr. Robert Hurt from JPL to discuss Trek topics and why people should still trust science. And they're taking your calls so you can be part of the discussion, too. Head to facebook.com forward slash missionlogpod for more. Well, that's it for today's daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. For more great Star Trek podcasts, be sure to check out podcasts.roddenberry.com. This show is supported by people like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash Daily Star Trek News. If you'd like to get in touch with me, just shoot me an email at info at com, or find the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Daily Trek News. I'm back tomorrow with more of the Star Trek news you need to know, and this week in Trek history. I'm Allison Pitt. Live long and prosper. Podcast.roddenberry.com